Canucks Central, Dan Richo, Satyar Shah with you from the Kintec studio. Kintec Footwear and Orthotics, Canada's favorite orthotics provider, supported by over 1,500 five-star, 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 five-star Google reviews. Find your perfect fit at Kintec.net. This hour is brought to you by Andrew Sherritt Limited, your plumbing and heating wholesaler, a proud family-owned BC company, helping local business since 1892. All right. Canucks and Minnesota Wild will get into the full pregame show coming up just after 4 o'clock. Legion to puck drop here at 5. John Garrett's going to join us in a moment. All right, we have Garrett on the line. Cheech, Cheech. the legend of the Minnesota Fighting Saints. What's happening, Cheech? Hey, what's going on? I've got people <laughs> talking in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually what happens on the phone. Yeah, well, I had Elliot. For some reason, Elliot Friedman was oh, talking oh, to me. Oh, Elliot Friedman was... You guys were talking to me. Oh, okay. I don't know how. Not that you guys would ever have technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, never. Never never happened before, Cheech. No. So I, I, I got to hear the story behind this uh, clip that uh, Murph was sharing yesterday of, of you at the bar, and there's pictures of you up on the wall as, as a Minnesota fighting saint. Yes. Yes, good mustache, too. Nice, <laughs> real dark hair. The Minnesota Fighting Saints. Like, see that? Did you see that team? I mean, that was a tough team. <laughs> it was a pretty tough team. I don't know who had a better mustache, you or Henry Boucher. Yeah, Henry. Henry was good. Henry was good. That was the in thing. Was uh, who was, was the toughest player on that? And we had platform shoes, and <laughs> it was just so good. Who was the toughest player on that? I team? was like five ten during that era. I was like five ten. <laughs> Uh, so, Kirk, Kurt Brackenberry, was he the toughest guy on that team? Kurt Brackenberry, uh, he, he, he I, I, Jack Carlson to me was the toughest guy. He had the longer reach. Uh, Brack was like really tough and square. He ended up being the uh, strength and conditioning coach for the Oilers for a while. Uh, he was just unbelievable. But uh, he, had, Jack Carlson was. Longer reach, better fighter. Bigger guy. Big guy, right? And taller guy. <laughs> not as heavy. Uh, was that the favorite jersey of your career? Uh, the Fighting Saint one? Hmm. You had, some pretty, you had some pretty good ones. It was good. It was good. <laughs> it was way better than the Richmond Robin one. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, fear in yeah. everybody's eyes when you see that Richmond Robin come out for you. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Here Bud- comes Robin after you. Boudreaux was on those teams with you too. Yes, yes. Bruce was. Did you see him in that picture? Yeah, he's there. The and baby yeah. face. He was. Yeah. Two rows up. Seventy-five, seventy-six. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good team. There we were. <laughs> you had more penalty minutes than him. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> we were always there, and. You didn't get a whole lot of penalties. You could be involved in the fight. You'd always be a third guy in, and you'd be involved in the fight, and they wouldn't give you penalties. Did you ever fight another goalie? Oh, I got dragged around by a bunch of goalies, (laughs) and they're all bigger. Gary Kurt was a guy who played for Phoenix Roadrunners, WHA. He must have been 6'3". Before, goalies were all 6'3". 
he dragged me around. We had a bench clearing brawl. He dragged me around. Al Smith, uh, when I was with the Fighting Saints, we were playing the Hartford Whalers, New England Whalers, I guess they were called then. And Al Smith <laughs> dragged me around. And I'm just hanging on for dear life. And, and Al was, uh, he was a guy that would lose it when he was wound up and cheech cheech i don't want to fight you i want to get after somebody leave me alone <laughs> and he was just dragging me around and by the time I, it calmed down i had to go off and get sick i was so tired <laughs> uh it's john garrett joining us here on canuck central he joins us uh, every thursday uh so what is it with this uh this canucks team right now cheech how come they can't hold the lead what are you seeing well <laughs> It, it's a big plus that they're able to get a lead. Yep. And uh, to me, that's okay. That's a good sign is that if they come out and they get a lead and uh, things seem to be going well, and then uh, they're just, to me, they're fragile to the point where as soon as it starts to go south and they don't cash in on some chances and then uh, their decision-making, they're hesitating and they're – uh, Quinn Hughes, who is one of the best players in the league, that overtime goal, it's a two-on-one, and he charges a guy with the puck. And, and that's just, he was at the end of a shift and tired, but that's just a bad decision. Uh, the Johnny Goudreau goal, uh, sure, it's Johnny Goudreau, and he's a talented, talented guy, but uh, the defense, Luke Shan is, not his man, and he pushes him across right into Riley Stillman. And the fact that Shannon Stillman were out against Goudreau, I know uh, Bruce was trying to avoid that matchup, but it's hard on the road. You can't do it all the time, and, and Goudreau happened to be out there. And, and Elias was the guy coming back, mm. and he didn't read it very well. That was a, a decision-making thing on his part, where you see Goudreau start to go around, and instead of going to the other post so he can't come around, he chased him. And then uh, it was in the net. So I, I really think that uh, they're at the point now where uh, they're second-guessing themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's, when I say fragile, I think that's what it is, is they're just mentally second-guessing themselves. And uh, when you start to win and, and you get some confidence, and then it just becomes natural. You don't have to... Uh, oh, should I do this? Oh, mm-hmm. should I do that? It, it's just, it's an instinct that'll happen the right way instead of the wrong way. Well, we've seen so much talk about the habits and how they have to improve. Rutherford talked about that to Ian McIntyre. One of the quotes he said was he's not surprised by the start because he's seen some of these habits before and he was worried about them. And And the question really comes down to one thing at this point, Cheech. It's can this group overcome these bad habits and can they create good habits and have them become entrenched as the season goes on? Like, is that possible or are you who you are at some point? Well, you say that and then you think back to how they played Mm -hmm. for an extended period of time last year. Yeah. Uh, From, you know, mid-December on, they played, what, 670 hockey? Mm -hmm. And they were making the right decisions and, and they were playing that well and basically the same group. Um, I, I think they, it was hard for them to kill penalties without Tyler Myers. I, I think that hurt them. And then Ilya Mikheyev came back. I like the way he plays, but obviously his game shape, he, he's a little, you could see 
after almost every shift, he was on the bench, uh, and it's going to take him a little while to get into game shape. But uh, having those guys, and they just have to get into that mode. And uh, I think the group, and uh, the question, and I rambled on here, but the question was, is this group capable of uh, playing with the right decisions, playing Mm -hmm. with the right style? I think they are. And I think they proved it last year, but it's a rocky start for sure. The, one of the, the positives has been the, the play of Pedersen. And um, I, I guess Bruce Boudreaux is just didn't take him long to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to lean on this guy while he's uh, playing the best of the bunch. It was kind of interesting to me that, that Pedersen played uh, the most of the, any of the big three centers the other night. And, and Miller was kind of dropped down um, because uh, like right now, he's just not going. No, no. And, uh, you don't know whether it's the pressure of the contract or or whether he just takes a while to get going. But uh, Elias, what, did it take him 22 games last year to get three goals? Yeah. He's got yeah. three and four games. Uh, he is he is the best player that the Canucks have right now. And sure, it's they really need JT. And you talked about can they get their good habits going well. Uh they need JT to be a dominant centerman again. Well, the thing with JT, too, is because he's their emotional leader and when he's playing the way he's playing, it really sets the tone not in a good way. So for, for in terms of when he figures the game out, does it become a thing where it's easier for everybody else to do the same thing? Like, How important is it when you're emotional or you're one of your top guys is playing the way he is? Like, Does that have an impact or is every individual just wired differently for, for the start of the season? Well, the- I, you watch his body language, obviously. Yeah. It's, it's bothering the way he's playing. And uh, I think he carries it over uh, from one bad shift to another bad shift. And uh, the the game where they had the bank pass in, in Philadelphia. And it looked like he just fell down. Well, he was guessing uh, pass up the middle. And the thing was, it was connect me with the puck and he's a smart player. So he just banked it off the boards. And so, and then JT beats himself up with, well, you know, I shouldn't have coughed it up in the first place. And then I make the bad decision. And I think it affects his play more than anybody else, but uh, he has to be one of the keys. You look at his ice time last year, look at the points he put up. And uh, if he doesn't pick up his game, then uh, it affects the way Bruce has to use everybody else. Uh, what have you thought of Thatcher Demko so far this season? Uh, pretty, pretty ordinary. Yeah. Uh, and he was so good last year, and he stole games for them. And uh, now it's uh, – I, I really didn't like the Carlson goal in Washington. Uh, he didn't like the Ovechkin goal, the first one to start the game. And uh, I, you just expect him to be – first star every game and uh, I would say ordinary would describe it. he makes some great saves and then and last year you'd probably count on one hand the bad goals that he let in but he's he's let in a couple already this season when we know that he's probably going to figure that stuff out but also when it comes to being consistent year in and year out and he talked about that as well about how he felt that doing it one year is one thing you got to do it another year and he's coming off a bit of an injury like how hard is it for you to not only replicate a good year but have an even better year as a goaltender in consecutive seasons 
Well, and with the injuries and the change in the personnel, mm. especially on defense, I, I think that's uh, something for the goaltender. And uh, Thatcher, uh, he he puts a lot of pressure on himself. And I think that's one of the things right now that he's, he's going to have to adjust uh, to just be Thatcher again. Not, uh, oh, I want to be one of the elite goaltenders in the league. I want to be top three. I want to be a Vesna guy. Okay, that's fine. That'll come. But don't put that pressure on yourself right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Just play. Go out and play. And we know how good he can be. And to me, it's, okay, with the blue line a little thin without Tyler Myers, I think Thatcher thought, well, okay, I'm going to have to steal every game. And you don't have to do that. Just be yourself. It'll it'll come. So uh, how are the mini donuts? Uh, oh, oh. He went to eat donuts. <laughs> Gone. You mentioned mini donuts. Like I'm out. I'm out. I think uh, I think Cheech has put us on hold. <laughs> put us on hold. Getting that he, order. He just got tired of us. Maybe the uh, DoorDash showed up. <laughs> the burgers and fries. Yeah, the burgers and fries. No, I was just um, I was going to ask about the mini donuts because Murph put out a, a, a picture on Twitter mm-hmm. at Cheech's is uh, his his annual thing there in uh, in Minnesota is to get the mini donuts. Mini donuts. I could go for some mini donuts. Are you a mini donuts guy? Um, I mean, I'm not a... Mini donuts are great. Yes. Like, mini donuts are fantastic. And, you know, because I don't like to have too much of that stuff. So, mm-hmm. mini donuts, you can have one or two, and it's like, nice. Yeah. You know, try not to have too many. It's a problem. Yeah. Don't get a whole bag. If you get a bag of them, like, spread it around, spread the love. Yeah. Don't get it for yourself, because especially you get a hot bag of mini donuts, mm-hmm. it's just... Mm-mm. Sometimes, like, the mini ones, they are... the Like, they, they're good, because, like, okay, I can just have a small one, so I can just get... The taste. Bite size. Bite size, right? And it's not going to, like, kill my calories for the day. <laughs> but, um, you know, then you end up eating five of them, and then it's like, well. Same thing. <laughs> it's like we talked about Halloween candy. Yes. You know, it's like, hey, in, uh, in theory, having one of those is not too bad. But if you end up having, like, seven of them, well, it's like having two chocolate bars. So, uh, Cheech, you put us on hold there for a second. Sorry about that. I wasn't. I didn't put you on hold. You guys put me on hold again. I mean, it's ridiculous. Come on. Sorry, come on. sorry, Cheech. Quality control. Yeah. Well, we were just talking about the mini Andy donuts here with that... Rick Patterson, and you know, we he's want... trying to chat with me, and I, I got you guys, and I'm in and out. All right, we'll we'll let you go then. Uh, but but You'll first, <laughs> what about the mini I, I donuts? Was brilliant too. No, you're hey, great. You're the best part of your show, and you're just blowing me off here. <laughs> okay, thanks. No. I'll see you next Thursday. No, then. wait, wait, wait. I, I want to ask you about the donuts. You have, you have to answer donut question first. Yeah, a bucket of mini donuts. Murph brought you mini donuts. Is this like a Murph didn't bring me mini donuts. <laughs> I had to buy them myself. Murph's oh. not going to bring me mini donuts, but they are good here. And the little mini donut stand is right down below the booth, so I can smell them. Mm-hmm. And I just I had to go and get a bucket. A whole bucket. Oh, that's pretty yeah. good. I don't know how many you get in those. I think there's 15 in a bucket. Oh, because it's not to a have big just bucket. These little bags, and you can only get seven, so I'd have to get two or three little bags. This way I can just one bucket, and that's oh. it. <laughs> do you share them with Shorty, or is he staying away from that stuff right now? Oh, he's on some. He's oh, trying yes. to do some diet, but oh, he did have one. I think he, he blew the diet. <laughs> what, are you for di- what are you having for dinner, then? And nobody can have just one no. little mini no. donut. I think it's he's tough. had a couple while I'm talking to you guys <laughs> probably so what are you having for dinner did you have oh there was already? tacos for dinner i didn't have any dinner oh the pregame meal was tacos so i didn't not, have any of that so you pass on that yeah um all right what do you want to see from the okay. canucks tonight before we let you go 
Well, it, okay, get a good off to a good start. Yeah, you're playing against a struggling team. Make sure you put some offensive pressure on the goaltending because it has been very bad for the Wild. Yeah, and then once you do have the lead, then just make good decisions. Uh, it's uh, it's the keys to victory with John Garrett. Thanks for this, Cheech. That's the keys to victory right there, and mini donuts. <laughs> and, and mini we donuts. Just continue the mini donuts right through the game. Thanks, Cheech. Okay, talk to you later. Uh, there he is, John Garrett. As uh, one texter puts it on the uh, Dunbar Lumber text message inbox, Cheech is one of those guys you could sit down with for five hours with a bunch of beers and never run out of amazing stories. All about food, too. Yep. Yeah. It's very true with Cheech. <laughs> but really, I mean, I, the the uh, food variety is not, you know, exactly great with Cheech. It's it's pretty... Pretty know, narrow? You know, it's it's chicken wings, burgers, fries. Ketchup. Ketchup. Donuts. Pizza. Yeah. Ketchup on pizza. Yeah, and I mean he's yeah. Doesn't like tacos. No. It's interesting. That's not his thing. Not a not a tacos guy. I find it hard to not like tacos. They can be so good. You know, vegetarian or not, like tacos are great. Tacos are fantastic. So I I've been so on TikTok, um, Uh-oh. I've been seeing like some of these some people doing like food reviews from places. Yes. And I've seen a couple of taco places that i'm very very interested mm. in checking out now so i have um i have a few i have tacos on my mind let's put it that way <laughs> they're on the list they're on the list uh so mark andre fleury's been really bad for the minnesota <laughs> what a segue <laughs> tacos well mark <laughs> speaking of tacos speaking of tacos flour um well <laughs> cheech mentioned it so you know, like, yeah, Minnesota's goaltending has been very poor. Uh, right now, Marc-Andre Fleury has an 837 goals against average with a 776 save percentage Yeah, through two games. He's only played twice. Um, In his career, though, he has dominated the Vancouver Canucks. I think they finally snapped the, like, losing streak they had yeah, against Flower. Yeah, like, Shiloh streak against them, too. Yeah. <laughs> he had uh, this crazy long streak going last year that the Canucks finally beat when he was playing with Chicago. Right? They finally beat him. But the last time they beat Flower, they beat Flurry before that was, like, 2006. For his career, he's got a 9.05 save percentage. He's only lost three times. In regulation to the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, and Minnesota's issue has just been goaltending. Yeah, you know, like they had, they actually played decently, and I know they're zero and three, but they haven't. I mean, played they're all a good hockey bad. team. Yeah. They're not as bad as they've shown, right? No, but three games in, they have nothing to show for it. No, and we'll talk about uh, you know some of the betting lines coming up a bit later on, but they're a team that I still kind of look at, and you wonder up front, how, which one of their centers is going to come through. Because Hartman had a solid season. Marco Rossi so far isn't being utilized to that degree. Yeah. You know, and, and that's my question about them. Because I love what Matt Boldy is doing. I love a lot of things that they have. I just wonder, in terms of them actually making that push, ultimately, what's your edge down the middle? Um, They need a centerman. Joel Erickson neck is fantastic. And if Hartman was there as your... They're missing a first-line center. Yeah. You know, they're really missing a first-line center. I, I wonder... If they are a team at the deadline that goes after a centerman. Yeah. It would have to be somebody, like, good, though, you know? <laughs> uh, Canucks could potentially have a rental 
at the deadline yeah. that would profile as a good centerman. Yeah. Um, so we were talking tacos. I just want to get this text in here from Joe and Smithers. Boys, that's why I hunt moose elk or venison tacos. They're unreal. Hmm. Joe and Smithers. Yeah. All right. That sounds great. That does. I don't good. know if where I would get those because I'm not but going he's doing to be it. able to make them myself. I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, somebody earlier was mad that I said Matt's Zuccarello he's because Norwegian. he's Norwegian. <laughs> he's of Italian descent. <laughs> yes. So it qualifies, all right? Um, Brandon from the OP, can someone get a bucket of mini donuts for JT? <laughs> Is that what he needs? Donuts? Is that what JT needs? A bucket of mini donuts? How do how well do you move on the ice after a bucket of donuts? I, I don't know. Like uh, carbs, carb load before the game, <laughs> carb load before the game. Yeah, maybe. Is that a pre workout? Do you get yeah. the same amount of like energy out of it? Probably not. It's more of like an off season thing, I think, yeah. for players. By I the way, don't have any mini donuts around uh, around Nathan McKinnon. No, I've uh, like pre workouts. I've never tried them. And every time I see somebody take a pre workout, they feel like they're gonna like have their heartbeat out of their chest. <laughs> Looks scary. Just run through a wall. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man, that does not look like it's fun. Uh, Canucks might need that sort of energy tonight in Minnesota, completing their road trip. Can they finally get a win? We'll get into the round table as the pregame show begins on Sportsnet 650 on the Sportsnet Radio Network.